0: His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. Revelation chapter 1 verses 14 and 15. Hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of Left on Red, thought-provoking commentary by Trevor Cooper. I am your host, Trevor Cooper, recording from the San Francisco Bay Area in Northern California. Over the last several weeks, I have taken some time to reflect deeply on the several events of 2020. I desperately wanted to distill a deeper, maybe even a divine meaning from the soul-ripping devastation and the unprecedented human loss still being experienced all over the world. Everyone I know has been affected and impacted not only by this novel coronavirus, but by the images of police brutality, police murder paired to toxic political rhetoric, and the ever-encroaching feeling of uncertainty and sadness as we keep watching the U.S. unemployment rate, new coronavirus cases, and the COVID-19 death tolls climb. Last year, as I was planning for a new decade, I declared that 2020 would be the year of confirmation, For what is now the impact fellowship church where i am lead servant and pastor at that particular moment in time i wasn't really sure why or what this confirmation was or how this declaration would bring glory to god but i went with it after many years of trial and error i have learned to heed oftentimes without questioning voice of God. When I looked up the word confirmation, the definition was astounding. A Christian right conferring the gift of the Holy Spirit. The ratification of an executive act by a legislative body such as the confirmation of a controversial Supreme Court justice appointment. I must admit, these definitions are loaded for the time period we are now living in. For me personally, the most salient confirmation is alive and fighting for its life—white supremacy. This demonic American stronghold is a chief instrumentality that is only captured every 400 years, and it is now trying its very best to break free from the fetters of equality and justice for another 400 years. The only way to conquer this chokehold of perdition is by decapitation using the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. In the United States Senate, the Republican Party holds a narrow 53 out of 100 seat majority. Led by Majority Leader Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, this faction is the pinnacle of white supremacy that has possessed America since its inception, Senator Timothy Eugene Scott of South Carolina notwithstanding. The tragedy in this ideological fight for power and dominance is that white evangelicals have sold their souls, abandoning their moral compass and religious teachings for political gain and appointments, pandering to an unstable and divisive White House executive, creating elaborate lies to justify their insatiable thirst for control by scapegoating marginalized and oppressed groups such as immigrants, the LGBTQAI community, progressives and liberals, while remaining silent on moral questions in the preservation of white supremacy and patriarchy. How can a group of people be so vehemently opposed to abortion, but refuse to provide access to affordable health care to preserve the lives they fight so desperately to save in utero? So it looks like for Republicans, all privileged lives matter, once born. To hell with you if you're poor or locked out of the mainstream economy. His face gleamed like such precious stones as jasper or carnelian. And all around the throne, there was a rainbow the color of an emerald. Twenty-four thrones surrounded him, and twenty-four elders sat on them. They were all clothed in white and had gold crowns on their heads. Revelation chapter 4, verses 3 through 4. Dear Lord and wise ancestors, America and its co-defendants, white supremacy and indifferent silence have each been charged with murder in the first degree, which is punishable by death by lethal injection. I want you to look around at the victims' families who are all here in the courtroom today. Descendants of enslaved Africans, Native Americans, the poor, the immigrant, the LGBTQAI, plus, the handicapped, the abolitionist, the civil rights activists, and innocent civilians in war torn countries devastated by opportunistic military campaigns. Under the model penal code, Murder is defined as, and I quote, purposefully or knowingly killing another human being. Dear Lord and wise ancestors, I beg of you to carefully deliberate and determine if each element of murder has been satisfied in these last 400 years. Racism will be the death of America as we know it if what we have seen over the last four years as any indication is the best government America can offer. 2020 represents the tectonic shift happening in the American social and political landscape. These vibrations are even traveling around the world and I believe aftershocks and more earthquakes are imminent as we become a more perfect union. The United States is home to 5% of the world's population, but houses 25% of the world's prison population at 2.12 million people. For every 100,000 Americans, 655 of them are in prison. According to Pew Research Center, together black and Latinx people make up 28% of the U.S. population. Black and Latinx people make up 56% of the U.S. prison population. The system of mass incarceration of racial and ethnic minorities in America is an abomination. This wicked system is maintained by intimidation, plea deals in exchange for citizenship and incentivized by high prosecutorial win rates, all of which has devastated communities of color and in particular black families since Reconstruction ended in the late 1800s. The modern American criminal justice system and the prison industrial complex is an extension of slavery and is an international disgrace. Restorative and transformative justice is desperately needed in communities that have been historically and systematically relegated to second-class citizenship and blocked from participation in the mainstream economy because of the color of our skin. Just so I'm clear, a felon is often blocked from receiving federal financial aid to get a college degree. Public housing. And in 11 states, restored voting rights post-sentence, running for elected office, and in most cases, getting a job. Most employers will not hire convicted felons. This is second-class citizenship and a life sentence without chains. Let me ask... Exactly how many missed meals does it take to become a felon? The biased administration of justice set off by racial profiling, both by police officers and the white people who weaponize them, are now in the crosshairs of the most ethnically and racially diverse coalition of people who are fed up. The call for police reimagining has grown from a cry to a deafening demand that is inescapable. The Black Lives Matter movement and its allies are fighting back against state violence, racist policing, all forms of oppression directed towards black lives and all marginalized and oppressed groups. So let me be clear, all lives don't matter until black lives matter too anyone listening to this podcast who feels offended by what i just said sorry not sorry police killings of black people in the u.s is a public health crisis on the one hand police killed in the line of duty are quickly recorded and documented however on the other hand People killed by police are not tracked in a centralized national database. This lack of data is due largely in part to police departments resisting freedom of information requests to publish this data to the public domain. According to a UK citizen science initiative called Fatal Encounter, Based on their analysis of 5,494 police-related deaths, black people are 3.23 times more likely than white people to be killed by the police in the U.S. This research team found that one out of every 1,000 black men can expect to die at the hands of police in their lifetimes. Between 2012 and 2018, the U.S. government killed more black men in their 20s than diabetes, pneumonia, chronic respiratory disease, or cerebrovascular disease. Why is death of black men and women so normal that an organization had to name itself Black Lives Matter? Why are there so many ways to die unarmed and black in America? Why are white evangelicals willing to close their Bibles and vote for Donald Trump to remain in power? The answer? Because they believe a vote for white supremacy gives them the biggest return on investment. ROI. Jesus was very clear in his teachings about wealth and the kingdom of God. He said in Mark chapter 10 verse 25, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Tens of thousands of Americans have marched, protested, and rioted this summer because of high rates of unemployment crippling student loan debt, jobs with stagnant wages, terminated or unaffordable access to health care, no upward mobility, and incensed by power and wealth concentrated in the top one percent. Income inequality has been hard-coded into the American capitalist economy since day one. According to Pew Research, the top 1% of U.S. earners account for approximately 20% of the nation's income annually, while the bottom 25% of U.S. earners account for less than 4% of the nation's income annually. American capitalism is the god referenced on the money. And without proper controls, this false god will default to the protection and preservation of white supremacy exclusively white spaces, and the perpetuation of white dominance in American society, which is why 80% of self-identified white evangelical men voted for a morally bankrupt reality star who is the antithesis of Jesus Christ without blinking an eye. I am the chosen one. In the Framers America, White, property-owning men were never required to compete or be held completely accountable for their crimes outside of their own privileged class. This election is absolutely critical for white evangelicals who are fighting for their way of life. A vote for Donald Trump is saying, among other things, make America mediocre again. Last year around this time, I didn't know what was waiting for me just six months into the future. But what I did know and could feel was an indescribable tension building from the years of watching unarmed black men and women get shot and killed or choked to death like animals at the hands of white police officers and private citizens claiming they feared for their lives to activate the magical wand of white supremacy to exempt them from the punishment they would have otherwise received as a black or Latinx suspect in a murder case. I knew that something big was going to happen in 2020 that would reshape my thinking and understanding of the world. What I was not prepared for was the confirmation that we would end up back at square one, Via Facebook Live on Monday, May twenty fifth, twenty twenty, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mama, found a weed pipe on him. There might be else where And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, "Eli, Eli." Lama sabaktanai that is my god my god why have you forsaken me Matthew chapter 27 verse 46 dear lord america has crucified you again what is your verdict thanks for listening to this episode of left on red Thought-provoking commentary by Trevor Cooper. I hope you were enlightened, challenged, and even inspired. To learn more about Impact Fellowship Church, visit www.impactfellowshipchurch.org or follow us on social media at Impact Fellowship Church on Facebook and Instagram. Until the next episode, be well, be wise, and be nice. God bless.